0: From Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network, this is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 Update. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is your News 8 Daily 8 for Monday, June 27th. It's going to be really beautiful and comfortable out there today. Mostly sunny skies, lower humidity levels with highs in the upper 70s. Investigators are trying to figure out how a man ended up seriously hurt. They don't know if he was shot or beaten in Indianapolis. IMPD initially responded to reports of a person shot at a home on Oakland Avenue near Rural Street just after midnight. Officers found a man with what they thought was a gunshot wound. Police say he's now stable at the hospital. Police say up to six people were inside the home at the time and negotiators had to get one person to come out. Investigators say they're now waiting for an x-ray result to show if the man was actually shot. And another man who spent his life working to prevent crime for the city dies in a weekend shooting. The Office of Public Health and Safety says it lost a team member. A public police report identifies John Barnett as the victim from Saturday's shooting. He was killed at a gas station, and police say he may have just been a bystander when he was shot. The office uh, says that he was part of their team that tried to reduce violence. Police say the shooting happened at the Phillips 66 near Keystone and 34th Street at around 10 Saturday night. IMPD says there was some kind of disturbance at the gas station before the shooting. Officers tell us that Barnett was in the background and they're not sure if he was a bystander or working on his car, but he was shot, taken to the hospital and died. The Office of Public Health and Safety works to address root causes of crime and reduce violence here in Indianapolis. And they also run the Peacemakers program. They tweeted, we lost a team member. There are no words to describe the pain we are feeling But here are a few to remember the life of a father, a son, a partner, and a brother. JB was a proud man, dedicated to his community. As an outreach worker with our violence reduction team, he continued the mission he always had to give back. Now, the office says that Barnett spent Friday night at Riverside Park in typical JB fashion, working with kids to make sure they felt loved and safe. He spent his life making sure he would leave a legacy in the people he helped. Police are now hoping that people can help solve this crime. They say that there were a lot of people there at the gas station when the shooting happened, and they're asking witnesses to come forward and call police or crime stoppers. Republican leaders in the Indiana State House expect to act on abortion laws during this special session that starts next week. Lawmakers have not yet revealed any specifics about what restrictions they'll consider. Indiana Congresswoman Jackie Walorski told our all-Indiana politics team what she hopes to see state lawmakers do. The march goes on for life at the state's levels now. And I would urge the state of Indiana to be, you know, very much out there to be one of the first states that's doing more to protect life and the sanctity of life. Does this answer all the questions and does this say that, you know, hey, no more fights and no more moving on? No, the march for life goes on. Democrats say they'll fight any effort to restrict access to abortion. You can watch All Indiana Politics every Sunday morning at 930 on WISH-TV. More flying frustration. FlightAware says more than 650 flights are canceled across the United States. That includes 20 into or out of Indianapolis. The numbers follow a weekend of travel trouble. Yesterday, airlines canceled more than 860 flights nationwide, seven in Indianapolis. Delta dropped more than 220 flights. The airline blamed employee absences, weather, and air traffic control restrictions. Trips to or through Europe will require a new step next year. The European Union has set next May to launch the Travel Information and Authorization System. The goal is to let people travel between countries more quickly by eliminating the need for a visa for most trips. Leaders say it will also improve security and make borders more secure. It will cost about $7. It can be done quickly online and lasts for three years. The United States already has a similar visa waiver system in place. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com acquire. That's linkedin.com acquire. Terms and conditions apply. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. The group of seven economic powers are set to commit themselves to supporting Ukraine for the long haul. The three-day G7 summit is underway now. American leaders have a clear message. Putin has been counting on from the beginning that somehow NATO would uh, and the G7 would splinter and we haven't and we're not going to. In Ukraine itself, here at at this uh, meeting of the G7, as well as at NATO, we will continue to do uh, collectively everything we can to make sure that the Ukrainians have what they need in their hands to repel uh, the Russian aggression. President Biden is preparing to announce the purchase of an advanced surface-to-air missile system and additional artillery for Ukraine. That comes as Russia fires long-range missiles toward Kyiv for the first time in weeks. Authorities say yesterday's attack on an apartment block killed one person and injured at least six others, including a seven-year-old girl and her parents. The city's deputy mayor says rescue operations to find more survivors are underway He says a kindergarten was also hit by the strike, but no one was injured there. At least four people, including an 18-month-old, are dead from wooden stands collapsing during a bullfight in Colombia. At least 30 other people are seriously injured. Health officials say more than 300 people went to hospitals. There is video from inside the stadium that you can see. It shows a three-story section of wooden benches just giving way. Authorities have not said what caused the stands to collapse. Police are calling the deaths of at least 22 young people this weekend in South Africa mysterious. The bodies of mostly minors as young as 13 were found in a nightclub early Sunday. According to local reports, the victims were strewn across tables and chairs. They'd reportedly been there celebrating the end of school exams. Police say the teens showed no visible indications of how they died. Toxicology labs in Cape Town are receiving samples to analyze. More than 150,000 pounds of baby formula from Germany is now in the United States. The latest shipment of Operation Fly Formula arrived yesterday morning in Houston, Texas. The flight carried more than 10,000 cases of formula, enough to fill more than a million bottles. The Biden administration says the formula will be sent to Target, Walmart, Kroger, and other retailers. The man accused in a mass shooting in Norway is refusing to cooperate with police. The shooting happened at a Pride Festival in Oslo. Authorities described the suspect as a Norwegian citizen originally from Iran. Police say he refuses to allow them to videotape a statement unless police release the entire recording to the public. Investigators are calling it an Islamist terror act. The gunfire Saturday left two people dead and more than 20 others hurt. Norway's prime minister and royal family attended a memorial service for the victims Sunday. People in Indianapolis will be able to get free testing for HIV today. The tests will be at the Damien Center on North Arsenal Avenue and Walgreens on Hannah Avenue. The center says results will be available within 20 minutes. People can walk in from 9 to 11 this morning and then again from 2 to 4.30 at the Damien Center. At Walgreens, the hours are from 10 to 3. Colorado has won the Stanley Cup. Hockey has a new champ. The Colorado Avalanche defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning, denying the Lightning its third straight title. The Avalanche haven't won the Stanley Cup since 2001. The team's head coach described the final moments of the game. I was nervous as as I could be, you know, and I didn't even know the time when it was ending. I seen guys like start celebrating on the bench and looked up and I was like, there's still seven seconds left. What are we celebrating for, you know? That's kind of the intensity that we had uh, back there. The Avalanche now returns to Denver. They'll celebrate with fans during a parade on Thursday. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for WISH-TV. I'm Kylie Conway, online at wishtv.com. And follow us on Facebook when you search WISH-TV. This is the News 8 Daily 8 podcast with WISH-TV's Kylie Conway. A WISH-TV News 8 update on demand for even more on demand and on the go. Connect with WISH-TV on Facebook at wishtv.com and on the free WISH-TV mobile app. Thank you for listening and be sure to like subscribe and follow this podcast for updates every weekday morning on the all Indiana podcast network and wherever you get your podcast.